Welcome to Something Different from OU Torah, where we give you something different for your learning day. If there's one special day on the Jewish calendar that gets the short shrift, it's probably Tanis Esther. The fast of Esther, which is observed the day before Purim, is generally seen as a mere appendage to the holiday. By the time 13 Adar rolls around, we're all in full Marbim Besimcha mode. And besides, Esther fasted on Pesach, so isn't this just a Nidche anyway? In reality, Tanis Esther is a day in its own right, with a lot that we can learn from and about it. To illustrate this fact, here's a short vort from Rabbi Daniel Gladstein on OU Holidays, entitled, Tanis Esther Unmasked, How We Annually Annul the Looming Threat of Haman. While the simple reason for the fast of Esther, Tanis Esther, is to commemorate the fast of the Jewish people in the times of Purim, where even though we don't have any clear evidence of this, but our tradition is whenever we went to war against our enemy, we fasted. And in the times of Purim, we destroyed our enemies, the Amalekim, and before doing so, we prepared by fasting. Nevertheless, there's another very important and very powerful and almost haunting reason for the fast of Esther. We believe that our calendar is a living calendar, which means, that what occurred in the past did not only occur in the past, but we relive the experience, and those oirois, those lights, and those hashpois, those influences, repeat itself every year at that particular time. So the same way on Purim, we re-experience the salvation of the miracle, and we could tap in and access the great salvations of Purim. So too, every year on Tainus Esther, so to speak, there is a, a principle that ki kesav asher nichtav v'shem hamelech in lahashif, that when God issued a decree, lahashmed laragoliabed, it was not fully retracted, but it was deferred, it was pushed off, and uh, we were successful in pushing it off in the times of Purim, in the times of Haman. This idea is found in the Shalsachubas, Shevet HaKahasi, of Rab Shamay, HaKoyen Gross, Chelek Alabsimon, Reish Gimel, but it's found in much earlier sources. The Yismach Moshe brings this in his commentary to the Megillah, the Asis Rimoni. He also. Uh, refers to the Sefer She'eris Yisrael, which is an account of, uh, of the history of the Jewish people from the Churim Bayasheni until the year Hey Tav Kof Gimel. That there's an idea <clears throat> that Haman's decree was always looming. It was just deferred, and it came out, in fact, in the years 1648-1649. This is brought in the Sefer Shir Ma'ayin, Rav Shimon Seifer, Parshas Tetzadah. And it's also in the writings of Rav Shamshin Rameyashtrapoli, Ayin Benitzutzei Shimshain, Parshas B'Shalach B'Soifai. This is even found in Kadmoinim, even before Tach V'tad, in the Baal Halachas Ketanos of Rabbi Yaakov Chagiz, that the reason Hashem's name is not in the Megillah is Hashem does not want to be Meyached, His name, on Peronios. And therefore, since the Megillah is a Gezeira of Lahashmed Lara Goliabed, Rabbi Hashem did not want to put His name on it. And that is the reason why we have a big Tuf and a big Ches in the Megillah. The big Tuf, at the end of the Megillah, the big ches, indicates that in fact the decree of Haman came out and opened up in the year 1648-1649. And therefore every year on Tainus Esther, we are mevato, that looming threat. And through our avoida of the Tainus, we in fact change around the Gzair of Haman for that particular year and we're able to transform it to Yeshua Svenachamai. So may we be zoicha that our avoidan Tanis Esther should be Neskabel, Leratzain, Lefanov, and may we be Zoycha that this Purim 
the Yeshua of Purim should be for us a Chuasam Hayisa Lanetzach, an eternal salvation. Wishing everyone an easy fast. Like what you just heard? Hear the rest of that shear and much more on OUTorah.org or by using the OUTorah app for iOS and Android.